What number is this, Chip? The Zilch Holiday Special. <laughs> okay, no, I mean, don't get excited, man. It's because I'm short. Zilch. Zilch. You're listening to Zilch, a monkey's podcast. Welcome to the Zilch Holiday Special. If Christmas is your time of year, this is the show for you. Starring the Zilch Crew and you. With special appearances by the Fab Four, Ian Lee. From Rhino, John Hughes. And holiday messages from our friends. Also not appearing in this episode, Brooke Shields, Bob Hope, Susan Anton, Gabe Kaplan, Linda Carter, Lyle Wagner, Lou Ferrigno, Lonnie Anderson, and Abe Vigoda as the ghost of Christmas past. Welcome to the Zilch Holiday Special. I'm joined by Sarah Clark, Melanie, Jeff, and Craig, and everybody's here. We're surrounded by friends, and we have a very cool band here today, don't we, Sarah? Oh, yes. I am looking forward to this one. They are the Fab Four. They are a Beatles tribute band, and they do something really cool with Christmas music that'll surprise a lot of people. Hey, Sarah Clark. Happy Holidays. Hey, Jeff. Hello, Sada. And happy holidays, Jeff Hewlett. Good to see you, sir. Ah, always a pleasure to be here with Zilch Crew, Ken. Well, here we are, another holiday Zilch special. Are you looking forward to this one? Absolutely. I, You know, I, I, amazing how much the show has grown over the past year. I, I've just been overwhelmed by, by the response. Agreed. Same here. It's it's just amazing and phenomenal. And we're, we're glad you're all out there listening. Well, Sarah, are you ready for the Zilch Holiday Special? I am always ready for the Zilch Holiday Special. I got my eggnog right here, enjoying the fire. Can't wait to see what we've got in store. I am really surprised you managed to decorate the Zilch headquarters. I know how busy you've been. Uh, it was nothing. I called in a favor from Melanie Mitchell. I had her use some monkey magic. Smart. <laughs> I wonder if she does housekeeping. I don't know. Let's ask her. Hey, Melanie. Yes. <laughs> do you do housekeeping? Happy holidays, Melanie. Great to see you. Hi, Sarah. Merry Christmas. I'm getting over a Christmas cold, but other than uh, that, I'm all right. Tis the season to sneeze, I guess. Uh, uh, and cough. And yeah, that, we could call yes. you Ebenezer Sneezer, right? How, how would that be? Ebenezer Scrooge, I think. Ebenezer Snooze. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Hey, happy holidays, Melanie. Good, good, always good to see you. Thank you. Are you ready for another Zilch Holiday Spectacular? I'm going to do my best. Well, this is about as, weather, but... Yeah, this is about as spectacular as it gets. <laughs> uh, hi, everyone. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, Mr. Cohen. And we're, we're together on so many shows, but it's always a pleasure to get together with you. Hi, Craig. Hello, Craig. Good to see you. Look at all these gifts that are around us. Isn't it amazing? It's amazing. I thought our pile of gifts last Christmas was incredible from the first few months as a podcast. But having having experienced everything in 2015 has been wonderful. And, and there's just this huge stack of things to open. I can't imagine what all is in here. Well, I'm going to shake this one. You know, I, I really have to be careful because when we open these, these will play and messages from our friends 
from all over the Zilch world will play, so it's kind of neat. We'll open those up later in the show when we play some Cool Monkeys Christmas music. Well, Sarah, I'm so excited today. Is it's it's just amazing. All these presents are around, and 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 look at this. Look at this really big one. It says from Rhino. I know. What do you think's inside of it? What do you think's in there? Oh, I don't know. I I I, I have some ideas, but uh, I think we just gotta open it and see. All right, ready? Help me help me out here. Okay, I'm pulling. Oh, hey. Uh, it's John Hughes from Rhino. Hi, John. Oh, hey. And Whoa. <laughs> Hi, John Hughes from Rhino. Welcome back. Cramped in that box. Jeez. Oh, hey, Ken. What's going on? It's John from Rhino. <laughs> Hi, John. How are you? I'm so glad you made it. Oh, oh, me and the little elves here at Rhino are working hard for the monkey's 50th. Uh that's my Santa. You like that? <laughs> it's pretty good. Ho, ho, ho. Right back at you. Well, happy yeah. holidays, sir. You too. Uh, really excited for uh, this time of year because it just means we're one step closer to the 50th anniversary for the monkeys. Are you ready for the holidays? No one's ever ready. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready for 2016? I, I know you're, you're, oh, yeah. you're hard at work. We're geared up, buddy. So, so what's new? On the horizon. Well, you know, I think it's kind of slipped out already, oh. which is fine that we have some uh, monkey stuff coming in January. Besides, of course, the uh, awesome, fantastic Blu-ray, which is speeding along. And of course, uh, by that, you mean the monkeys, the complete series, finally on Blu-ray. Yes, and it's looking beautiful. And Andrew and I are spending hours and hours and hours on this thing. We found some more stuff since the last time we talked that uh, will be revealed in the next few weeks. Teaser, teaser, teaser. And but, I understand uh, there's some commentaries being done as well. There are new commentaries being done. That's just the tip of this Titanic-sized iceberg. It's going to be <laughs> fantastic when you guys get the reveal of uh, the bonus features that are coming. Uh, just really fantastic stuff. Getting the packaging sewn up. It's getting close to the point where we can reveal that soon. So uh, just speeding along, trying to get that uh date for the blu-ray to come out this is excellent excellent news you know might as well let all the bulbs drop yeah we've got a, a couple things happening in january uh, rhino is having a special retail event it's called start your ear off right <laughs> and it's happening the week of january 19th is the street date but it's going to be a month-long celebration starting january 19th with retailers like Hastings, Transworld, which owns uh, FYE, Barnes & Noble, lots of your local record and media stores. Yes, there are still plenty of them out there. They're going to have exclusive limited edition releases. And two of those exclusive releases are Monkees related. One of them is the Monkees, the classic albums collection. And that is going to be on CD box set and a vinyl box set. And what this is... We're calling it the Classic Albums Collection because it's everything from the Monkees' debut album up through Changes, all in one tidy box. Um, all of them using the new remasters that were done for Handmade at the time and in, you know, for Changes, which has not gotten the Handmade treatment because there's not enough material to, to make it a Handmade release. It does have a little refreshing, a little remastering happening. But the interesting thing for Monkees fans with this box is they 
come with a bonus disc that compiles all of the stray A's and B-sides uh, wow. that were never on albums. So you'll get things like She Hangs Out, the single version, The Girl I Knew Somewhere, the mono single mix, all of your toys, of course, D.W. Washburn. But the, the, the real gem, the key thing that will make everyone excited about this bonus disc, that it will include the long-awaited Daydream Believer 1986 remix. Wow, that's going to be amazing. Very With cool. With all those drums. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of people are looking forward to this, I'm sure. Well, what else? I'm just I'm just going well, to keep saying what else until you say no more. <laughs> oh, okay. Just because I know that you're, we're probably going to get questions about this. If you just want the Daydream Believer 1986 remix, you don't have to buy the box. Mm-hmm. We are releasing it digitally as well. Oh, that, wow. Just that single. So uh, we, we thought of you guys that don't want to spend all that money and you just want that 1986 remix. Um the other exclusive monkeys item for start your ear off right uh, in January is the monkeys cereal box records. What this is is a set of four uh, songs that are pressed on cardboard, just like the old cereal box uh, backs where you had to cut out the monkeys albums from the early seventies, and they have uh, new unreleased tracks on them. Uh, well, Last Train to Clarksville is on there. That one's been previously released, of course. But it's going to have exclusive mono TV mixes of Words, Saturday's Child, and I Want to Be Free, the fast version from the pilot, that have never been on anything before. So that's kind of cool. And they just look really cool. They look like they were cut from a cereal box, and they come packaged, uh, shrink-wrapped in a set of four, and there's only 5,000 of those. So I would get to my local store on uh, 9 a.m. January 19th. Make sure I got one. <laughs> now, with, will they be available online at all? It's up to the retailer. Ah. The, the purpose of this from our end was to help retailers in January when it's kind of a slow period post-holiday mm-hmm. to actually drive people into the stores. So it's almost kind of like our own record store day. Yeah. Some retailers I've seen have posted them online. Not a guarantee they're going to be able to fulfill the orders if you know, they stock them and put them out on the shelves and they go. So I would suggest actually finding a local record store that's participating. There's plenty of them out there. We are going to have a webpage on rhino.com that will go live after the new year that will list all the store locations. Excellent. And as you heard, it, it excited our Christmas zilch chihuahua here. So <laughs> Is that who that was? Yeah. <laughs> Zilchi the Chihuahua. Uh, <laughs> even even she's excited about this release. Excellent. Uh, any news on the Monkeyman figures? No, you know they're a third-party licensee, so okay. they they kind of do their own thing. Uh, we're patient. Uh, I know that they are really involved in trying to make them right. I think they're more invested in getting the details right. I don't know if you've seen their their Mego recreations. Yes, they're. Uh, they're yeah, they're they're very good at accurate. Right. So I think they're taking their time. You know, it's kind of one of those things that they're going to be out when they're out. And I think everyone will be happy when they uh, with what ends up coming out because I've seen a couple of the uh designs and they look really cool. I w- I want them too. I can't wait. Oh, that's great. That's great. How are sales on the Blu-ray set? Really good. Very strong. Not in any incredible danger of selling out before street date, but it's it's getting there. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I, I have a feeling that once we announce the full contents of what it will contain and the packaging, it's going to get tough. So if you have not pre-ordered yet, I, we have now we have uh, uh, since the last time we talked, we've enabled PayPal on the site because a lot of people were asking for PayPal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's been enabled. If you don't have the money now, you have the option of uh, bill me later through PayPal where you can. I'll link it to your checking account or credit card and they can bill you in installments. So there's, I would, I would secure my pre-order as soon as possible. Very good. Now, did uh, Zilch help push anybody your way? Cause Absolutely. It, it seemed like a lot of people, you being on and Andrew being on really answered so many questions for so many people that they really said, this clinches it. This is what I needed. And I think that was key. I think, you know, you kind of get a little bit of sticker shock when you see it. And then when you actually hear us walk through all the steps and how invested we are and how intricately we're remastering these things and how much it's actually going to include, I mean, it's going to be hours and hours and hours and hours of content. It it suddenly becomes very affordable. And, And I think having a forum like zilch to explain that to people really helped and we do appreciate it well we really appreciate you coming by and giving us the news and sharing everything you have well you know i was a little cramped in that uh gift wrap box but you had a couple air holes i was good <laughs> well it was really nicely wrapped too so yeah i, I felt like grandmother i didn't want to ruin the wrapping yeah kudos to the rappers at uh rhino i was would that be run dmc or <laughs> would the rappers yeah, Christmas and Hollis, is that right? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Classic. Uh, it's Chiu, hey. Yeah, Ryu Chiu. Do you have any favorite monkeys holiday memory? Yeah, I think my favorite memory, and I don't know if I ever told the story the last time I was on. I had an aunt named Judy, and she was significantly older than me, uh, and she was a teenager when I was probably five years old. And she had a copy of the very first Monkeys album that she bought when it came out in 1966, uh-huh. and she passed it on to me when I was a, I was a pretty precocious five year old. I was already buying records, you know, with my allowance at that point. And she gave me a Monkeys record, and it was around the holidays. I remember it specifically. It was, you know, it wasn't a present, but it was around that time because remember it was snowy and in Ohio where I grew up and. I played the living crap out of that record, and uh, that's where it all started. So shout out to Aunt Judy. I'm glad that Aunt Judy was there to uh, lead you in the right way. Yes. <laughs> well, that's how it works, right? It's passed down from generation to generation. Absolutely, so, and you know, it's it's great that you can pass music down like that. And music is—I know it's something that you're very, very passionate about, and we are here as well with with all the music that we love, be it the Beatles or whatever, whatever kind of music you love, it doesn't matter. It's it's a great thing to give to someone. So, give music this season, and along with some peace and love, right? Absolutely, as Ringo would say, peace and love, peace and love. Yeah, we can't get enough of that stuff. We need more of it every day, it seems. Yes. I'm just so thankful that you stopped by today to let us know about these releases. And I'm hoping that you can do this throughout 2016 as we ring in the year of the monkeys. My pleasure. I love it. Well, thank you so much, John. And I I know I don't want to keep you because every moment I hold you here, it stops you from adding one more thing to the monkeys. 
I'm being thank serious. you. I appreciate that. We're gonna get. I'm waiting for the the Santa sleigh to bring me back to Rhino HQ. I think I see it overhead right now. <laughs> here, here it comes. Here it comes. Light. Actually, they have the beaming capabilities now from Star Trek, don't they? Yeah, it's a white light. It's kind of. Uh, I'm kind of engulfed in it, like I'm on Fargo season two. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for uh, stopping by, and happy holidays. And, and I mean that seriously from all of the staff here at Zilch and from all the Monkey fans around the world. We really want to thank Rhino because you guys are a corporation that cares, and you care about the product and the music. And you guys, you and Andrew and everybody there, thank you from the bottom of our monkey-loving hearts. Thank you, Ken, and thank you to all the Zilchers out there, and, and Sarah, and Melanie, and everyone, the whole crew. We love you guys. We love what you do. We love supporting you. And remember, there's plenty more to come. This is just the beginning of Monkey's 50, so speculate away. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, thank you, and ho, 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 sir. Happy you Kringle. Too. Peace and love. Ho, 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 hey! Well, that was really cool, and he beamed right out of there. Ho, ho, ho. I guess uh, that, that that's that's pretty amazing, huh, Sarah? Now, Santa is awesome. I, I don't want to say anything against the big guy. Santa is awesome and cool, but John Hughes might just be even cooler. What if he is Santa? You know, that would explain a great deal. <laughs> so, Sarah, what did you think about the cereal boxes? That is a neat idea. I'm looking forward to the vinyl box set, of course. I think I'm probably going to pick that up. And I'm really intrigued to see what the cereal box records are like as well. Um, that whole thing being kind of way before my time. The TV mixes, the additional ones, especially the fast I want to be free. I'm really looking forward to hearing those. And it's really cool that Rhino is supporting your local record store. So check Absolutely. out. Uh, we have actually Hastings is a small record store chain that is around in my neck of the woods. And I am thinking I'm going to make a special uh, stop to them in January to pick up my goodies there. We almost always say at the end of every episode to support the artist you love on Amazon or iTunes. But that's just because chances are if you're listening to a podcast, you're uh, quite capable of doing the electronic purchase kind of thing so it's, yeah. it's it's more for that but we here at zilch really do want to encourage people to support their local record stores while you still have them folks mm -hmm. support them and love them and get some good monkeys music there you said it ken here it comes the monkeys the complete series is coming to blu-ray all 58 episodes, carefully remastered from the original 35mm prints in high definition for the very first time. 10 jam-packed discs that also include the movie Head, the 1969 TV special, 33 and a third revolutions per monkey, plus an exclusive bonus disc full of surprises. Pre-order now at monkeys.com. This set is not available anywhere else and is strictly limited to 10,000 individually numbered copies. The Monkees, the complete series, on Blu-ray, only at monkeys.com. Oh, Sarah, this is going to be great. It's going to be a great party. I'm, I'm so glad that we're having our Zilch holiday special. Ken, I 
don't think I've ever seen you this nervous before. Well, you know how much I love the monkeys. And you know how much I love the Beatles. So we're going to be playing some cool monkey music and some messages some from Cool Monkeys fan. And we're going to hear this incredible Beatles tribute band called the Fab Four. And if anybody loves the music of the 60s like we all do, they're going to enjoy this. These guys brought all their costumes. They even brought the Ed Sullivan guy everything it's it, they're, they're doing the whole show i just thought that they'd come and play acoustically but no these guys are doing the whole magilla oh man that is awesome they're over there at the stage and soon the show's going to start hey I guys there's sarah flirting with the guys see how you always are. Um, well it's time to bring the fab four on ladies and gentlemen the fab four they're Woo-hoo! Happy Crimble, from us over here at the Fab Four, I'm Ron McNeil. Happy Crimble to all you people over there at Zilch. We love you. And we'd like to welcome to Zilch, the house band for tonight's holiday party, the Fab Four. And we're joined by Ron from the Fab Four, and you play John Lennon. That's right, sometimes I play the fool. (laughs) Well, welcome to Zilch, Mr. Ron McNeil. So glad that you are here, and uh, Eric, Artie, and Gavin, and everybody's up there on the stage, and you guys look like the Beatles. It's amazing. Thanks a lot. It's a lot of plastic surgery. (laughs) It's hard to get these days. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I'm going to introduce you to... The guys in the band up there on the stage. There's Sarah. There's uh, Ron McNeil and the boys from the Fab Four. Wonderful. Great to meet you. I can't wait for this. Hello there, Sarah. And here's Jeff Hewlett over here. Say say hi to them, Jeff. Hey, guys. I love your work. Hello there. Jeff, what are you? <laughs> You're hiding again. Say hello, Melanie. Hi, guys. All right, Melanie. You're doing all right. You look great. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Happy holidays. Hey, Craig. All right. I love saying Craig. Great great mate. He's great. Craig's a great mate. You know, I love saying Craig with with that accent. Craig, you've got to roll the tongue, you see. Craig. It's Craig. He's great. Craig. It is absolutely amazing what you've done here. And when I asked you guys to come in and be the house band for the holiday party, I had no idea you were going to bring all of your costumes and everything. Well, that's great. Yeah, we bring them, you know, because we've got no other place to put them. You see. Oh, so you just carry them everywhere you go. Yeah, they can't fit in Ringo's nose. Yeah, you, you know, you go to Walmart, you're schlepping around the Sergeant Pepper's outfits, so that's good. That's right. Uh, <laughs> They're only cheap. <laughs> so, how did you wind up in a Beatles tribute band? Well, I look like John and sound like John, so I couldn't do anything else, you see. Yeah, it made it no, hard actually, to be a No, actually, if you don't mind me taking off the accent, I can do it if you don't mind. But uh, no, it's great to be on your program. And um, uh, well, it started a long time ago. How long is the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we started out just as as fans of the Beatles and the Monkees and all things 60s. I just, I just started playing the music of the Beatles on my own, as did Artie and the other guys. And then uh, one day I met Artie at a Beatle Fest here in Los Angeles. His group was on stage performing um, Coming Up by Paul McCartney. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't, he wasn't dressed as Paul. He was playing right-handed on some kind of weird 
looking bass, Yamaha bass or something. But I, I gotta tell you, when he opened his mouth and started singing like Paul McCartney, it gave me chills. The hair on the back of my neck stood straight up. I could not believe it. And I've been told that I can do some, you know, various vocal imitations. And I thought, wow, wouldn't that be cool? We got together and, and put a group together, and uh, and a couple years later we did that. Fantastic. And a lot of people might wonder, well, why are you guys at a monkey's party? Well, I, I think it's time to let the folks know. You are a huge monkeys fan, correct? I am a very, very big monkeys fan. In fact, uh, I was into the monkeys before I was into the Beatles. I I borrowed my older sister's monkeys records and, you know, never gave them back. <laughs> and from there, that sort of trans transitions. It's always weird to hear that. We met a girl one time who was... Um, she said she got into the Beatles from listening to Oasis. I thought, wow, that's just, <laughs> just so wrong. Yeah, that's what happened. And, it's all um, the jangly guitars. Yeah, exactly. That sort of jangly sound that everyone seems to be attracted to. But uh, And so, uh, yeah, you know, it's great to rock and roll with you. Absolutely. It's so amazing. You've brought everybody along with you. You've got Eric there as Ringo, and Gavin as George, and Artie as Paul. And I see you've brought... Someone that looks like Mr. Ed. No, no. That's wrong, Ken. That's wrong. That's a different show. Mr. Ed was a horse, a horse. Ah. Well, of course, of course, but uh, he is very clean after all. I, I, I guess we should clean. let people know that we're talking about the gentleman who plays Ed Sullivan in the Fab Four. And uh, a lot of people don't realize that you guys don't just perform the songs, but you do all the costume changes... Ed comes out and entertains the crowd in between the costume changes, and it's just very cool. How did you develop the show? Uh, well, it was over a long period of time. Uh, you know, we met uh, Jerry Hoban, who now recently passed away. Mm -hmm. And we're just all really sad about that. We met Jerry in Las Vegas. We got a call to go to Las Vegas, and I think that's where our show kind of started to get a little more honed into into exactly what you just said, more of a show than just a band. But uh, we started to realize that people liked to hear and see that interaction of the Beatles talking to each other and also the costume changes and, and those kinds of different things. And it's taken us a while to get it right, but we're still working on it. But uh, yeah, so I think that's what happened when we went to Vegas. And it's very cool because I've watched a lot of your stuff on YouTube. I mean, YouTube is such a great thing. You know, one of the things about the social media that we can kind of actually watch you guys as you go along. And you you do some really neat theme kind of events. Like, for example, the Beatles at the movies. I actually saw clips of Blue Meanies wandering the stage with you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, you know, because we do perform here in Southern California a lot, a lot of people have seen our show, what we call the Hold Me, Love Me show, because we're always telling people to clap along with eight days a week, Hold Me, mm -hmm. you know, in other words, we do that every show. Right. You know, every once in a while, we'll try to do something special here in Southern California. Um, like you said, the movie show, that was fantastic. We had, uh, you know, like you said, the little old man and the blue meanies and all kinds of, we did all kinds of, we, we tried some things, and we, but, you know, we're trying to think a little bit outside of the box. Just last week, we played with a full orchestra here in Orange County, in California, and so... We're always trying to see what we can come up with. The Beatles have such a great catalog, all those different songs, all different kinds of songs and different themes that we can do. We just try to give the audience something that they'll you know, remember the show by. It's not enough that you play the songs 
as far as I'm concerned, 100% like the Beatles. But you also create Christmas music. How is this possible? How did this happen? <laughs> you have this album called Hark, and could you kind of explain to people what it is? Well, it is kind of a long story. We started out, somebody from the record company was actually the record company's idea. They had a guy who came out to see us here locally, and then the next day I got a call from some record company saying, do you want to record the Beatles doing Christmas songs? And I thought, well, I, I don't know how that's going to work out, but okay, we'll do anything for money, you know. But <laughs> uh, so, so I went home that night. They gave me a little book that had a list of all of their Christmas albums with some of the song titles, and I knew some of the Christmas songs. I grabbed an acoustic guitar and started, started thinking what would the Beatles sound like singing some Christmas songs, because as you know, the Beatles never did anything like that. Right. I came up with a couple right away, and then it, the ball just kind of started rolling, and I talked to the, with the other guys, and we all worked together, and it was just a real twisted <laughs> thing. We ended up coming up, I think, with some great ones. I think by the time it's all said and done, well, we had to have 20 for the record company. They initially wanted 20 songs, and here I was thinking, I can't even come up with three of them, but anyways, <laughs> we, we ended up with 20, and then I think we have about 22 or 24 or 25, and we have a couple more still in the can, but uh, it was a fun process. Well, we might as well introduce the single off the album, and it is Hark the Herald Angels Sing, and it's in a way that you've never heard it before, so you better get up on stage there, and uh, ladies and gentlemen, here they are, the Fab Four doing Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Take it away, boys. All right, ready, lads? One, two, three, four. The angels sing, hark, the newborn king, hark, you know the angels sing, hark. All the herald angels sing, sorry to the newborn king, peace on earth and mercy mind, God and sinners reconciled. sounds so much like the Beatles. It's great. Well, Sarah, what'd you think of Hark by the Fab Four? That was absolutely phenomenal. I 
am familiar with a lot of Beatles and Monkeys cover bands, but I don't have not heard very much from them. And I'm going to run out and download and buy some stuff and find out more about these guys because this was just incredible. And you can get Hark on thefab4.com or Amazon or iTunes. So check them out, folks. Dude, that is one of the coolest concepts I, I've ever heard. That's so cool. I, I love when you know these groups get together and they create a, a brand new idea that that so seems like so out of left field, but seems so natural at Agreed. the same time. It's, it's just brilliant. Agreed. Wow, that was absolutely amazing. This is this is such a cool thing, and people can get this album now, right? That's right. You can get it on our website, which is uh, thefab4.com. www thefab4.com Could you tell us what people can expect to hear when they purchase this? <laughs> it's, it's a lot of fun, like you just heard. It's um, traditional Christmas songs done in a Beatles style. And what we did was we tried to we tried to make it like as if you're at the session for I don't know, like uh, I saw her standing there, mm-hmm. and the Beatles are having fun. Let's say it's in December, and they just launched into a, a Christmas song instead of going into just as a joke launch into the Christmas song instead of the instead of the, the Beatles song that they were recording that day. Mm-hmm. So we tried to make each Christmas song sound like a particular Beatles song. Santa Claus is Coming to Town is When I'm 64. The Christmas song, you know, Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire is done to the, the style of Here, There, and Everywhere. So mm-hmm. as if the Beatles were sitting around going, you know, what'll we go into a Christmas song? You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> Now, let me ask you a question. How did you develop your uh, English accent, if you will? Well, developed is a little bit of a weird way to put it, but, um, you know, I've been just just like yourself, you know, I watched the Beatles mm-hmm. all my life, watched those films every time they came on either television or bought them on, you know, every various format that you can get them on and just, you know, having fun with it. But I think it really helped when we got Gavin uh, in our group. Gavin, Gavin plays George Harrison. Hello, Gavin. There he's waving at us there. Hello. There he is. He's a good lad. He's a good one. He's a quiet one, so get him to shut up. He is the quiet fab. And Gavin, you know, being from Liverpool, taught us all the sort of Liverpool-isms, the mm-hmm. scouser and all that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, the black pudding and all that. But anyway, so it, that helped us, you know, tremendously. I think our accents all of a sudden got better when Gavin got in the group. <laughs> Yeah, so it, it's you know it's a fun thing. I also do various voices. I do all kinds of stuff. Now you wouldn't uh, be able to do any monkey voices now, would you? I don't know. I don't know. Let me see. Let me see if Davey's around. Mike, Mickey, Pizza. <laughs> all, right. all right, you guys, cool it. That was my uh, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Your Davey is amazing. It's not too bad. Do it again. Do it again. All right, Mike, Mickey, Pizza. <laughs> It's so like cool. Mickey Pizza. <laughs> it's 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 a little easier when I'm not doing the Beatles and the Monkeys. Yeah, so like the, just the Monkeys are up on the screen. I can I can. It feels a little a, a little bit closer. I've watched a few episodes. Then you can't get Davy out of me. You know. Oh, absolutely. This is the way it, it works. All this stuff sticks with you all your life. You know, I, when I was a child, I remember my mother had something like the Beatles Invade America album or something like that, and it was some disc jockey in New York had put it out and it was just interviews of the Beatles oh yeah so I would play like you know the Beatles 45s as a, as a very small child I'm talking like three and four 
And I would play that, you know, and in the disc jockey would come on and he'd say things like, yes, the Beatles have invaded America. So I'd walk around talking like that guy, and then I'd turn around and do, like, each one of the Beatles. And we're talking like a four or five-year-old walking <laughs> around the household, you know. So then I said to him, and it, it would drive my family insane. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I know. I, I did the same thing. It's, it's, a, it's a wonder we came out, you know, as well as we did. Or as warped as we did. Well, so would yeah. you lads like to do another track for us? Of course, this will be great. We'll let Paul count this one off. It's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. One, two, three, five! <laughs> Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer Had a very shiny nose And if you ever saw it You would even say is just absolutely fantastic. Artie, great job on that. Everybody, fantastic. Do you have a favorite period of the Beatles, Ron? It's hard. As a Beatles fan, just, you know, just me, Ron, as a Beatles fan, I love, like, Revolver, Paperback Writer, that that sort of 66, where it's, the drugs aren't really too heavy at this point, <laughs> but they're, <laughs> it hasn't quite got to Sgt. Pepper or Magical Mystery Tour yet, but, you know, the songs are just great, and you can tell they're really honing their craft yeah, like in they're, all, they're coming in, in all areas. Yeah, when they're songwriting, their vocals, the instruments, uh, just the creativity is starting to get really, really good. You know, Eleanor Rigby, I mean, gosh, it's just amazing. Absolutely. That is probably my favorite period. I call it the the middle or second period. Uh, it, okay. You know, because it, the, the hair is getting longer, the music's getting groovier, less cover songs. Yeah, exactly. All the covers are gone. You know, and I like Rubber Soul, but... I think by by Revolver, it was really, it was just undeniable that they were the greatest thing on the planet. Yeah. Now, you know, a lot of people will talk about the monkeys versus the Beatles, or the Beatles versus the monkeys, whatever, but there really was no contest, even amongst the guys themselves. The, the, the monkeys never looked at it that way, and the Beatles surely never looked at it that way. 
and there was actually a lot of uh, respect and admiration going from both camps. I think so. I think so. And I think, I don't know if it was Mickey that put it, put it best. It seemed like, you know, the actors were really big fans of the, of the music of the monkeys. And then any musicians were fans of the TV show mm-hmm. of the monkeys. In other words, they could never get the credit for one side or the other. But I think, yeah, I think there was mutual respect on both sides. Either that or the Beatles being from Liverpool, maybe they had stronger punches. I don't know, maybe they couldn't. <laughs> you know, thankfully they all got along or the Beatles might have had to face the Manchester kiss. That's right, exactly. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure they wouldn't have been. Well, maybe Ringo would have been able to handle it. I don't know. Yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> so I'd like you to do another song for us. Uh, is there a particular favorite you'd like to knock out? I don't know. Let's take a look. I, I don't I don't own the album, so... <laughs> I Actually, I have your copy. Do you? Yeah. Did I autograph it? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> well, good. It's, it's worth more now. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Is there a favorite that you have? How about... Uh, how about go ahead. How about your version of Feliz Navidad? Sure. That's a great one. Paul doing his best, uh, you know, Jose Feliciano imitation. Via Paul McCartney. Take it away, Artie. Feliz Navidad, prospero año felicidad. Feliz Navidad, Feliz Navidad, Feliz Navidad, prospero año felicidad.
that is just absolutely beautiful. Since it and he is, looked he looked beautiful playing it, didn't he? Yes, he did. Very cool. How did you, how he's, did you guys turn black and white for that? By the way, that's uh, I've never seen the that. He's the cube bomb. Wow, that's amazing. Just just fantastic. You know, folks, I really encourage folks to check out this album. Get it at thefab4.com or amazon.com or iTunes or wherever fine music is sold. And you can find it, it under your couch if you look closely enough. Well, only if they bought it. And you need to <laughs> buy it because you need to support good music. Support the things we love. Because they're under the couch. That's right. <laughs> but 22 excellent tracks in the style of the Beatles. And if you're listening to this show, I know that you love the music of the 60s. And this is the album that we always kind of wished that the Beatles had done in a way. Because it is really cool to be driving around and looking at Christmas lights and listening to this. And it's just fantastic. Well, thank you. We had, we had a great time recording it. it. You know, we're most proud of it because you know, one of the only things we could do semi-originally, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The Beatles recorded everything already. All we do is copy what they did. So it, it was a great challenge for us to do it. Absolutely. I think it's so cool how they're able to do, you know, the, the song mashups. Uh, it just astonishes me that they can make things fit together so well. It's a lot of fun. Absolutely. Now, I've noticed that you always seem to sneak the monkeys into your live set. And I love it. And everyone that I know that is a monkeys fan always picks up on it. And you do this thing where you, you have Eric, who plays Ringo, go through his record collection. Oh, well, there's a point where I say, you know, we're getting ready to introduce A Hard Day's Night. And I look back at Ringo and I say, you know, it's from the soundtrack album. And then I asked the audience how many people still have their albums. Actually, the joke initially started out, who has it on eight-track tape? <laughs> but not only do people not know what an eight-track was, right? but it was too small to show as, right. a, as a visual gag. So then we say, well, how many people still have their albums? And then Ring, I say Ringo still has all of his albums. And he holds up his records. And of course, it's the monkeys, which makes it a, kind of a funny joke because the Beatles and the monkeys. <laughs> And those albums are from my collection, and he better not scratch them. Yeah, you, you're, he, uh, Eric is on warning there. So watch it, watch it, Bongo. Watch it, mate. <laughs> the records all scratched up, you see. We don't want that. You know, like I say, you always kind of work a Pleasant Valley Sunday riff, last train to Clarksville riff into the to the act every so often. You guys will start to play it, and usually Artie will stop it and say. Why don't we play a song we do know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. And you guys usually at that point will mention about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And would you like to share some of your feelings about the monkeys and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Oh, boy. Oh, where do you want me to start? You know, I, you know, I would camp out there if I could and just keep knocking on the door and making sure the monkeys got in. But it is Come on, by now it's just crazy. I mean, they inducted uh, Linda Ronstadt, and the first song they play is um, is you know Mike's uh, song, uh, "Different Drum." Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, you know, come on. I mean, the monkeys deserve to be here. It, it's just it's just insanity. So what? You want to take everything that the Wrecking Crew played on and take it out of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? It's just insanity. I I, I don't even know what else to say. Side of the building that would be horrible. Yeah. Exactly, and and um, they were such an the monkeys. Was, it was such an impact on pop pop culture, you know, all over the world. Everywhere you went, people went nuts for the monkeys. Australia and England and and our own country, Japan. 
everywhere. They made such an impact on rock and roll. I think it's just stupid not to have them in there. Not to mention all the great music, all the great things that they had. The reason why the Monkees were popular is because they were good. It was good. I don't care what you say. You can say anything about it being fake or real or whatever. Or So Mickey didn't play the drums on Pleasant Valley Sunday. So what? I don't know anybody can play the drums on Pleasant Valley Sunday. We're crying out loud. That's great drumming. Mm-hmm. And, but he had a great voice. No one can sing like Mickey. You know, it's just, it's stupid. I agree. And you dangerously came close to working with the monkeys, but I'm not going to have you tell that story today. Uh, okay. All right. We won't. The reason keep for it, that. I'll keep it. I'll keep it in me pocket. Hey, keep it in your pocket. You know, I've got a hole in me pocket. I've, um, I've got a hole in me pocket. <laughs> the reason I'm saving that is because I want you to come back and do a full episode about your monkey fandom. That would be great. I'd love to do it. Excellent. Well, we will do that. But in the meantime, why don't you uh, take lead vocals on this next one and do Away in the Manger? All right. Just for you, Ken, and all the monkeys listeners. Fantastic. Love it, love it, love it. Now, do you think that you could ever do something like this for the monkeys? You know what? I thought about that. I don't know if I played you my um, 
I don't know if you listened to my, my Davey impression on, uh, on on our little demo there that I sent you on uh, on YouTube. Is it okay if we play it on this oh, show? Oh yeah, you can totally play it. Yeah, that'd be great. is doing the vocals did their homework oh absolutely <laughs> he sounds almost exactly like davy jones it is amazing how much he sounds like davy jones absolutely great he's, he's even got the inflections down and he puts the the accentuations on the right syllables and it's yeah absolutely well studied well done great job hey All jeff right. would you like them to do a monkey's version like this absolutely absolutely why not i mean if you're if you're doing beatles versions it seems like almost a logical progression to do monkeys versions. I think it would turn out just as, as just as well. Absolutely. So, yes. Sarah, now that you've heard the Fab Four, what they do with the Beatles with holiday music, what do you think of them doing a monkeys themed holiday album? I think I have a mighty need. <laughs> You're ready to pre-order now, right? Yes. <laughs> you know, and I did pre- pretty good Mickey too, and I thought. I don't know, I thought about it for a minute, but then I was thinking, you know, you have to look at it how many people would buy, would buy it, too. We were actually approached by um, by Gene Simmons, and he wanted us to do Kiss songs in a Beatles style. 
And I thought that would be fun too. But, uh, you know, a lot of it is if we found a couple of arrangements, monkeys wise, mm-hmm. I think we'd probably go ahead and go with it. But uh, it's, it's a matter of like, you know, having that brainstorm session, like you said. I don't know how we came up with 22 of those uh, Beatles ones. Well, I'm hoping that at some point it will happen because I'd love to have an album of Christmas songs done in the style of the monkeys. I think I think you guys could pull it off. Yeah, well, uh, well, how much money do you got? Let's do. Well, let's let's <laughs> like you know, said, let's we'll just anything. try to, you know, pass the plate around and see what we come up with, you know. <laughs> Actually, uh, well, Davy Davy did all those Christmas ones and he did White Christmas right mm-hmm. on the other side of um, Christmas Christmas is my time of year and that's a great tune. That's true. I love that song. You know, we should play that right now. Yeah. Let's do it. Have a bash. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas Just like the ones I used when the tree tops glisten and children listen to hear the sleigh bells in the snow.
I love the album cover, Ron. It's so cool because it's four snowmen, basically uh, in the same way that the Beatles stood on the album Help. That's right. We had to pay them extra to get them to pose like that. Oh, the the snowmen. They, they yeah, don't the work snowmen. for scale, huh? They do. They, well, you, they melt real easily. You could have always frozen their wages, you know. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Man. Ouch. Funny. We'll get you on the payroll. <laughs> well, actually, there's a couple different covers. The first one was, you know, with the Christmas tree in mm-hmm. the middle, looking like the Beatles 1 album. I don't know. That was the original release. Mm-hmm. And then Volume 2 had Santa Claus Crossing Abbey, Abbey Road. Abbey Road, yeah. And then you've got, evidently, you've got the, uh, the, um, the snowman, and then we have another cover where the four of us are actually posing. Yeah. You scene. know, I, I actually have to admit it, I, I've got the other ones as well. I actually <laughs> it's found never those ending. first. They do that, I know, they do that all the time with the Beach Boys, too. I keep buying yeah. their, thinking there's going to be some more Christmas songs on there, but it ends up being the same one, but it's cool. So is there anything you're looking to find under your tree this year? Um, actually, you know, that's a good question. Um, maybe the uh, the monkeys, um, you know, box set would be great. You the mean the one. monkeys, the complete series? That's right. Finally on Blu-ray? I can't wait. I just can't wait. I saw those, um, you know, the examples that they have online. They're just stunning. It's just going to be amazing. I spoke with uh, Andrew Sandoval a little bit about uh, about the uh, some of the other extra stuff, like you guys did on your on your podcast, about some of the bonus head material and all the stuff they found. I just can't wait. It's going to be amazing. That is that is going to be definitely something that a lot of monkey fans are looking forward to, and you know it's it's going to be great to have it on Blu-ray. And as you and I are both Beatles and Monkees fan, this is a great year for us because we've got the Beatles One Plus, the Blu-ray set that came out. That's right. Wasn't that great? I really had a good time Just with amazing. it. It was amazing. Some of those stuff looked like it was filmed yesterday, like yeah. uh, you know, uh, the Strawberry Fields and Penny Lane. Oh my gosh, those were amazing. Amazing. Now. Um, I know you and I have talked off air about Magical Mystery Tour and Head and the soundtracks for both of those are some of your favorite music, right? They are actually. My number one album of all time is Pisces Aquarius. Of any band, anytime, anywhere, that's my Desert Island disc. Number two, though, seems to be always flip-flopping between Magical Mystery Tour and Head, the Head soundtrack. I'm just great albums even though heads yeah yeah like you said kind of more like an ep but uh, although it scared me as a kid head has now grown into my favorite album you know one of my favorite albums excellent excellent stuff and and you really can't go wrong with either of those albums and and they they hold up to this day they sure do great songs great playing uh, great production um, some of it sounds a little dated but you know as far as as far as pop tunes go i mean you can't really go wrong Agreed. What other song would you like to play for us? Uh, depends on which guitar I have in my hand. <laughs> that always has to be uh, taken into account. Mr. McNeil, would you like to play Good King Wenceslas Look Down? Am I saying that right? All I have no things. idea. I sung it and I've got no idea. You sung it and you've got no idea. No. So are you quite prepared for that eventuality? Yeah. yeah okay. All right. And here's the Fab Four with another great track off of Hark. The King Wenceslas last looked out on the feast of Stephen. 
get a kick out of listening to the play yeah. I really appreciate the compliment you know we we're we're just fans you know we're big yeah. fans we we had to learn what we had to learn but we're I always say this if I wasn't on stage I'd be in the audience watching us <laughs> you know what I, I mean I totally so. get where you're coming from Ron what did you think of the monkeys and the Christmas medley that they did back in the 80s Oh, yeah, I remember that one. I was watching a lot of MTV around that time when they were showing all those episodes back-to-back. In fact, I, I taped them all. I had two VCRs going, so I taped <laughs> one episode, you know, so they wouldn't overheat, so yeah. the, the two players wouldn't overheat. But they overheated <laughs> anyways because it was on one of those big, gigantic TVs, you know, with the yeah. big tubes on it and everything was getting hot. All the but, heat uh, coming no. off. Yeah, it was, it, was, it, was an, it was an amazing thing to see. It, it was great, you know, Mike at the end, and it was just great. I was actually, I don't know if I'm giving it too away given away too much for uh for the next episode but i was also at the uh, at the greek theater in 80 in 86 when uh, when mike joined the, the three guys on stage in the seventh row i got oh last minute seventh row tickets with just me by myself I, the rest of my party was you know scattered around the, <laughs> the theater but uh, it was great and just you know wow. it's always great it was always great to see the four of them together yeah, didn't happen as much as we would have liked to seen, but mm. it was cool nonetheless. I'm really looking forward to having you come back after the first of the year and talk about your love of the monkeys and how you feel about their catalog and how you discovered them and your favorite albums and tracks and all that sort of thing. It, it'll, it'll just be a fun episode. I'd love to do that. I'd love to be back again. And you can tell us the story of how you dangerously came close to being two kinds of monkeys. That's right. And that'll be a secret for, ne- for the next episode of Zilch. Da-da-da. <laughs> for an upcoming episode. So that'll, that'll be very cool. Well, why don't you play us out? And we want to remind people to check out thefab4.com for upcoming tour dates. Because I'm telling you folks... If you get a chance to see these guys, it's definitely worth it. They will put on a show, and you will have the time of your life. You'll love every song they play. How many bands can you say that about? And you're going to be entertained. You're going to see all the various costume changes that the Beatles wore over the years. and It is just an absolutely mind-blowing show. So I encourage everyone to check out The Fab Four. Go to thefab4.com. Look for tour dates. Purchase Hark 
and you can find that there or at Amazon or at iTunes. And you can also find them on Facebook, right? That's right. We're on Facebook. It's uh, Fab4Band is our, I believe it's our handle there, whatever you call it. And, of course, we will put links in the show notes since we put the links yeah, the in not, the show Yeah, not the missing links. That's the right, found the missing links, links, I guess. Yeah, we'll put the links in the show notes. Well, we'd like to thank you for being part of our holiday celebration this year. I, I, I had no idea you guys would show up with Mr. Ed over there, Mr. Clean, and Artie and Gavin and Eric and yourself. We'd like to thank you all for being here. It's just fantastic. I had no idea... I, you know, I just thought you guys would show up with some acoustic guitars and just wing it, but you've got the it's wigs nothing, on and everything. nothing but the best for you, Ken. Oh, well, and thank all you, you. And all you monkeys people. <laughs> what a bunch of monkeys here. <laughs> and people say we monkey around. Monkey around. I want to thank you for being part of our holiday extravaganza. Is there anything you'd like to say to anybody? Oh, it's great to rock and roll with you, Ken. And all Absolutely. your wonderful listeners will be back again sometime later. And with your permission, sir, I would like to play the Fab Four doing one of my favorite Christmas songs of all time. Happy Xmas, War is Over. And you guys were joined on stage by a children's choir. Oh, that would be great. That was one of the great moments of our of our career. Yeah, that's right. We put it together. It was literally one of the best times of my whole Fab Four career. We had some, even some of our kids mixed in with the children's choir, and uh, it's a great song. And it's let's face it, it's uh, especially nowadays uh, the world can use John Lennon's message of peace and love. Well, it's really the message of the monkeys too. You know, peace and love. They they push that. Ringo pushes it to this day. And there's nothing better in the world than peace and love. And I'll tell you, Ron, we could use more peace and love in this world. That's for sure. You know, around this time, I also start getting a little. I don't know about you, but I start thinking about different things. Being thankful for things is one, but another one is about Christmas and about what we've done. And uh, mainly, start thinking about love. And peace, there's one that's been eluding us for a while, hasn't it? <laughs> well, you know, what I've been thinking is maybe in our lifetime, maybe we can see peace. If not ours, maybe our kids, right? All right. Right now, we're going to give you something a little bit for Christmas. And here we go. So this is Christmas 
tell you what I really do wish you a Merry Christmas this year I wish everybody out there a safe and happy holiday and, and a great 2016 and a great 2016 for the Fab Four as well thank you very much same to you guys over there at Zilch and same thing with you guys have a good year and a good rest of the year and uh, I look forward to being on again it'll be great all right well, Merry Christmas and give my best to the guys well, here they are with another song. Take it away, the Fab Four. Woohoo! 
holiday season here and celebrating the holidays here at Zilch we are thankful for many things one of the things I'm thankful for is knowing Ian Lee and another thing I'm thankful for is that the first Bobby Hart solo album is finally coming out on CD and having said that Ian Lee Merry Christmas everybody welcome to the show once again welcome back to Zilch and always a pleasure. There aren't many people, <laughs> particularly at the moment, who would uh, say they are thankful to know me. So bless you. That's very, very kind. Well, we love um, you and, here. Yeah, we've got 7A Records, man. You know, And thank you for all of your support with the, the Mickey Dolenz MGM album. I, just went way beyond our expectations, the amount of support and, um, and love we got for that. So, um, so yeah, that went well. Remind me to tell you it's coming out on CD with loads of bonus tracks later on, but I'll, I'll tell you that later on. Um, and so, yeah, the, the second project is the first Bobby Hart solo album. Now, I've already placed my order for this. I, I really think we, should, we, we need to let people know where they can get this. You can get it from Amazon, and it, it, it may even be in your local you know, record or CD store. We've got a great distributor in the States that's kind of, kind of hawking it. Amazon is kind of the best place. One of the neat things that I love about this is it's it's going to be another quality product. One thing that you've established as part of 7A is tremendous quality. I'm actually, shh, don't tell anyone, but I'm actually giving my wife the uh, Mickey Dolan's vinyl for Christmas. So it's actually wrapped and under the tree we already. We <laughs> Ian, knowing you and the elves over at 7A Records, I know you've got a ton of cool stuff coming. We've got some good. <laughs> we've got some good stuff that, that, that is definitely coming up, and some stuff we're working on. Seven A Records is the website. Facebook.com forward slash Seven A Records. Happy holidays <laughs> to you and your family, Ian, and uh, happy New Year's as well, sir. Yeah, you too, Ken. Thank you, man. It's, uh, it's a, an honor and a privilege to count you as a friend, even though you know you, you live seventy billion miles away. Merry Christmas, everybody. Um, I hope you get everything you want, and if you don't, I hope you get drunk. You know. that, that'll take care of a lot of things. So, <laughs> All right, brother, we, we look forward to more from you and more from 7A Records. We will see Ian Lee on the next episode of Zilch. Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. Yes. It, it, yeah, I'll cut that out. Um <laughs> Oh, that's how you make yourself sound so good. You cut out all yeah, the Yeah, I cut out all the bits that, you know. Anyway, happy holidays to you to happy holidays to you and happy Someone holi- someone's full of the Christmas spirit. Yes. Huh? Yes. Hey, this is Bobby Hart and you're listening to Zilch on Monkey's podcast. From 7A Records, the team based in the United Kingdom that brought you Mickey Dolenz, the MGM Singles Collection, it's our newest release. For the first time ever on CD, that's an abbreviation for compact disc, the first Bobby Hart solo album. 
comes complete with 24-page booklet, unseen photographs, three previously unreleased tracks, all the songs are remastered from the original tapes. There's more stuff in there. Hang on a second. What? There's what? Oh yeah, and there's an exclusive interview with legendary songwriter Bobby Hart. The first Bobby Hart solo album making its world debut on CD, exclusively from 7arecords.com. Available at Amazon.com. Also, get Mickey Dolan's, the singles collection, also from 7A Records. Ho, ho, ho! This is official monkey man, Zach Mortensen, and you are listening to Zilch Podcast. Hi, this is Coco Dolan. I wish everybody out there a wonderful holiday season, no matter what you celebrate. Have a wonderful, safe holiday with your family, and a great, prosperous, happy new year. Excellent. I think this year I'm going to let my inner Trek nerd take over, and I'm just going to say live long and prosper. Ah! I think that's going <laughs> to be my go. new holiday greeting. <laughs> Happy holidays. This is Christian Nesmith. And Cersei Link. And you're listening to Zilch. A monkey's podcast. Your favorite place for your holiday listening. Oh, my God. You just made my day. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas Day is right around Gonna again After one more year So much gone It's a time for gathering together With friends to rejoice With laughter
And now it's time to open up some presents from some folks from the world of Zilch. And here's a message from Captain America himself, Al Bigley. Big Al Bigley, the man. Big Al Bigley. The man, the myth, and the legend. Hey everybody, Al Bigley here. I want to wish happy holidays to all the Monkees fans out there, especially the Zilch crew. I want to also tell them that I appreciate how much hard work goes into what the Zilchers do, each and every one of them. I've enjoyed it immensely. I've been informed and entertained by their hard work. So happy holidays, everyone. Here's to an even more exciting 2016. And I'll tell you something else, too. The same thing goes for Christmas. And here's a special message from one of our best friends, Nikki Locke. Season's greetings. This is Zilch listener Nikki Locke wishing all of my fellow Zilchers a Merry Christmas and a happy, healthy New Year. Peace. And here's Mickey Dolan's doing my favorite things. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens, bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens, brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Cream-colored ponies and crisp apple strudels Doorbells and sleigh bells and schnitzel with noodles Wild geese that fly with the moon on their wings These are a few of my favorite things Girls in white dresses with blue satin sashes Snowflakes that stay on my nose and eyelashes Silver-white winters that melt into springs These are a few of my favorite things When the dog bites, when the bee stings When I'm feeling sad I simply remember my favorite things And then I don't feel so of my favorite things Girls in white dresses with blue satin sashes Snowflakes that stay on my nose and eyelashes Silver white winters that melt into springs These are a few of my favorite things When the dog bites, when the bee stings 
I simply remember my favorite things And then I don't feel so bad So bad So bad Hi everyone, happy holidays. Craig Cohen here, and I just want to say that 2015 has been such a great, great year, personally, but also for the Zilch podcast. One of the highlights for me was the way our staff grew, and having more voices on the show is really, really exciting, and I look forward to more new and unique voices joining the podcast. I'm also looking forward to, in 2016, of course, the Blu-ray release of the Monkees TV series. I'm sure that's going to be very exciting and give us plenty of content to cover. It's Carly Kahn from Minnesota. Happy holidays, Zilchers. Yeah, sure, you betcha. This is David Levin. I want to wish everybody at Zilch, the whole crew, the whole Megillah, and all our listeners a very Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and a Happy New Year. Hey, hey! And here's another special holiday message from Jeff Garringer, my good buddy. Thank you so much. And thanks for including me as part of the Zilch team this year. I've had so much fun on the podcast, sharing opinions and information, and the people around us here on Zilch are just the best. My favorite monkey's memory is no contest. It was September 7th, 1986, the Greek Theater, Los Angeles, California. It was the 20th anniversary of the band. They had hit big all over, and we were all waiting for Mike Nesmith to finally make an appearance with the band somewhere. It happened at the Greek Theater. They finished their last song, waved, walked off, came back on, and who do they bring with them but a white-suited Michael Nesmith. First time the Monkees had performed together since 1969. It, it, it was incredible. <laughs> Um, I screamed much more than a 26-year-old man should have screamed at that time. It was so great to see them together. It brought back such memories. And it was kind of a affirmation for the guys as a career, too, that 20 years later, they still were a big driving force. It was an amazing evening, and it, it always makes me happy. From my family to yours, have a great happy holidays. And look out for 2016. Is this going to be fun or what? Merry Christmas, everybody. Here's Peter Tork with Angels We Have Heard on High. Thank you. 
now here's a Christmas message from Melinda Gildart. Hi, Zilchers. It's Melinda Gildart here, and I want to wish each and every one of you a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays and the most prosperous New Year. I am so proud to be part of the Zilch family, and my highlight from 2015 was my visit to the Rainbow Room. And this was such a surreal experience. It was so amazing to be in the studios where the guys uh, created such magic. So um, keep listening to Zilch and you'll find out more about that in upcoming year. And what I'm looking forward to most in 2016 in regards to the monkeys is to finally catch the guys live. I've never seen monkeys perform live and I'm so jealous of each and every one of you who have actually gotten the opportunity to catch them back in the 60s and again in the 80s and again in the 90s and again um, in the last few years. So that's what I'm looking forward to most and I have my fingers crossed and I'm looking forward to a 50th anniversary tour date within a 150 mile radius of Chicago because I will be there. Woohoo! Merry Christmas! And Sarah? I think we also need to send a shout out to the folks out there who do some cool stuff on the internet. For example, the folks over at Monkey's Live Almanac. People can find them at their website, monkeysconcerts.com. One word, monkeysconcerts.com. Absolutely. I love monkeysconcerts.com. Part of the reason I sound so intelligent occasionally on the Zilch Facebook page is whenever a question comes up about live tours or stuff like that, I just go off to the website and check because they've got all that great kind of information. And they also post a lot of really nifty um, uh, rarities and uh, just rare items and news stories from uh, back in the archives. They're just a lot of fun to look at. And we can't forget Jenny Bellinger. Yes, over at the Sunshine Factory, uh, another one of my favorite websites has all of your screenshot needs. <laughs> you know, Jenny owns and operates her own Sunshine Factory. You know that, don't you? But does she paint smiles on dolls and then on me? Well, me, or yeah, you? she makes me smile, so I'll, I'll put that there. And you That's can find true. and you can find the Sunshine Factory over at www.monkeys.coolcherrycream.com We wish you a Merry Kringle We wish you a Merry Kringle We wish you a Merry Kringle And a Happy New Year Where'd you you go? You disappeared on me I I don't know (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is going to be a good outro (laughs) One, two, three, one, two, three, four! We wish you a Merry Kringle. We wish you a Merry Kringle. We wish you a Merry Kringle. And a Happy New Year! You know, for the holidays, Ken, I'd like to extend some very warm wishes to each and every member of the Zilch audience. You know, without all of you out there the show definitely wouldn't be what it's become i'm sure most of the audience already knows from listening to all the past shows that many of us who are on the crew here uh, are involved in in a lot of different shows out there on on various topics but from my experience the zilch crowd you're by far the most passionate and and involved audience that that i've experienced so you know we're coming up on almost what 1900 ish members in, in the facebook group and that that's really really amazing to me 
how we've reached that far and gotten so many people engaged. And I'd like to take a minute to spread some holiday cheer also to some of my fellow Zilch crew members. Now, you guys are some of the most wonderful and talented people that, that I've ever had the pleasure to do podcasting with. You know, I've been in this game for almost three years now. And uh, Ken, I know you've been in a lot longer, but we've got some incredible, incredible people involved with this show. I'm constantly amazed by the talent that we bring on this show. We're truly, truly lucky, I think, to have assembled such an awesome, awesome group of people and awesome group of listeners. So uh, thanks, everybody, for a great 2015. And I can't imagine how 2016 uh, is going to just take off and skyrocket over what we've done so far. The year of the monkeys. Yeah, man. It's going to be cool. Well, Melanie, as we look forward to 2016, what is one of your best memories looking back at 2015? What's one of the things you will remember from 2015? I, I think my highlight would have to be the second of the two concerts in Aurelia where I got to stand right next to the stage and dance through the whole show. And it, it was the first time in my life I've ever danced like no one was watching. Ah, like the the meme says, you know. <laughs> Indeed. And I'm sure it looked pretty meme, too. Mm-hmm. Very good. <laughs> well, Melanie, what are you looking forward to as far as 2016? Well, I know it's going to be an exciting year for the fandom, and I'm hoping, depending on what happens, to be able to, to sort of follow the adventure as it goes. Um, I've got an itch to get in the car and take a road trip and hopefully they'll be somewhere for me to go and, and meet other fans and see the monkeys that'll be great it's always good to see the monkeys and here's a special holiday message from Fred Velez this is Fred Velez wishing all Zilch listeners a very Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to you and your family and friends well my fave monkey holiday moment would probably be the Wonderful Monkeys Christmas episode with Butch Patrick, a definite classic in the Monkeys uh, episodes. Also, uh, the Monkeys MTV Christmas video from 1986 with the surprise appearance by Michael Nesmith. And as you've read my book, you know that I was in the uh, studios when that was filmed. And it was a thrill to have uh, got to uh, see Mike and all the other Monkeys at that event and uh, get photos with them. So that definitely is a big memory in my in my little uh, corner there. My fave monkey moment of 2015, I have several. Uh, first would be the wonderful uh, tribute to Davy Jones at, for the Central Park Tree Ceremony held at Sardi's this year. That was, that was a great event. Uh, seeing Mickey perform uh, his great uh, Broadway sh- uh, cabaret show a little bit uh, a little bit Broadway a little bit rock and roll that was wonderful and then hanging out with uh, Mickey and the uh, monkey fans afterwards another great uh, monkey moment for me in 2015 was attending the monkeys concert in New Brunswick with uh, with the two keys which was a wonderful show and a big nice bonus was having uh, hearing them perform midnight train live that was incredible and uh, what topped all of that was proposing to my lovely Linda at that concert. So that is a memory that we're both going to share forever and ever and ever. And looking forward in 2016 to 
the, the Blu-ray box set of the entire Monkeys uh, series, along with the movie Head and uh, 33 and the Third, and all the goodies that that uh, Andrew Sandoval promised us for the, the box set. I wish all Monkey fans out there a wonderful 2016. That was, it's going to be a happy one for us all. And now Mickey Dolan's with Little Town of Bethlehem. And now it's time to reach under the tree and pull another message out. Here, here. Let's let's see which message this is. Let's unwrap this message. Here's, here's a message from... Oh, wow. This one's from Michael Lynch. Oh, cool. And, you know, he does so so many cool things for us here. He he does the uh, 
Look, it's time for Zilch now, baby. You know that? He, mm -hmm. he, he's the guy that made that. He does a lot of our musical drops and stuff like yeah. that. So. And he's really active on the Facebook group, too. He's always posting really nifty uh, insights and such. Absolutely. And we, we just want to send our love to him this holiday season and year-round. Let's check out Michael Lynch's great holiday message. Check this out. This one's different than everyone else's. It's really cool. Ooh. Check it out. Lynch's message. Oh man, I loved that. And I love all of the creative music that comes out of this community. Uh, people are always remixing and re-recording and doing awesome filk on so many great monkeys tunes. And it's always a treat to hear new things. Agreed. Sarah, it's around this time of the year that we all think about the year past and the year coming. What's your favorite memory of the year 2015? My favorite memory, well, memories of 2015, so many of them have to do with Zilch. Um, from 
Zach Mortensen, our monkey man, Hi, uh, doing his 365 Hearts for Zach project, and all the Zilchers who helped him gather 365 organ donors, and of course to the amazing guests that we've had on this year, um, most notably of course Andrew Sandoval and John Hughes from Rhino, uh, so amazing to have them on, and such an honor. And we'd like to wish a happy holidays to everyone over at Rhino. Thank you for all you do for all of us monkey fans. Absolutely. And I know you probably placed your order already for the Monkeys the Complete series on Blu-ray. I know I have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can't wait for that to come. What are you looking for in 2016? Well, 2016... It's the big year, we think. It ends in a six. It, it's been 50 years. I have a feeling that they've got some amazing things up their sleeves. We pretty much know what you know, but it should be really exciting. If nothing else, we've got the Blu-ray. Hopefully we'll have some touring, and I never say never with these guys. I have a feeling that next year is going to be one of the most memorable ever in the history of the monkeys. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. One mm -hmm. only wonders, you know. This is going to be so cool, so cool. Oh, I know. This is Andrew Sandoval, and you're listening to Zilch. Hi, it's John Hughes from Rhino, and along with everyone here at Rhino, we want to wish everybody in the Zilch podcast universe a very happy holiday season, and get ready for Monkeys 50 next year. <laughs> <laughs> and here with a special holiday message is the one and only Ghosty. Well, away up north where the air get... Oh, sorry, wrong group. Hey, it's Ghosty here on Zilch. And, you know, when I look back at the year 2015, which is easy to do because it's still happening, <clears throat> there were a lot of great things for Monkeys fans to be excited about, like the Mickey and Peter tour, Oh, Michael Nesmith's new CD. There were some great interviews, not to mention all these incredible episodes of Zilch to listen to. But I kind of feel, and maybe you feel the same way, I feel as if 2015 was a year spent in the crouching position. That might sound odd, as if we all have some sort of gastrointestinal problem, but I mean the crouching position in the sense that we were waiting to spring into action with 2016 and the 50th anniversary celebration. You know, I just feel as if we've spent this whole year thinking ahead to 2016. And that's what I'm looking forward to. The 50th anniversary of the Monkees. We already know we're getting the Blu-ray set. That looks incredible. We've got the convention, the, the big monkey jam, which is just right around the corner from where I live. So that's as convenient as can be. And let's not forget the possibility of another tour. I mean, I don't want to say that it's going to happen, because what do I know? But I think signs are good. Anyway, I've spent all of 2015 waiting for 2016. Not to denigrate 2015. 2015 was great, but 2016, that's going to be the Amazing Monkeys year. So that's what I'm looking forward to, and I know you are too. So in the meantime, have a good holiday. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. All that good stuff, and we'll see you, and we'll monkey around in 2016. And you know, Sarah, I'd like to thank Ghosty for being part of everything we do. He's there for every little sound we need, or for a laugh, or a giggle, or some cool fact. And 
He's got he's got that killer voice, and we're just we're just we'd we'd like to say thank you, Ghosty. Right, Sarah? Thank you, Ghosty. You make us sound like we know what we're doing. <laughs> and that's hard. Sarah, is there anything you'd like to say to all of our listeners? Just I want to wish everybody a happy holiday season. I know that sometimes at this time of year, things can be a little difficult or even just the stress of the season. And there's always things going on either personally or in the world. I know we've had a lot of troubling times lately on a lot of fronts. And I know that some people maybe are not having as merry a holiday season as they might have in years past. But I just want to remind everybody what I think is sort of the central message of the monkeys, which is that love beats fear. Absolutely. So keep that in mind and happy holidays. I agree. Peace and love. Peace and love. That's really what it's all about. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's check out the monkeys from when they were on MTV and old Santa Mike appeared. Let's listen to that. Excellent. The Monkeys MTV Christmas Medley. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Good tidings we bring to you and your kin. Good tidings for Christmas and a Happy New Year. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Santa Claus last 
Asked people on the Zilch Facebook page what was their favorite holiday monkeys related song, and beyond a shadow of a doubt, this next one got the biggest amount of response. This is the one everyone loves. Hey Ken, why don't we play uh, Ryushiu now? Very good, let's do it. Dios cuadro el lobo de nuestra cordera, Ryu Ryu Shiu la guada rivera. Dios cuadro el lobo de nuestra cordera, Dios cuadro el lobo de nuestra cordera. El lobo rabioso la quiso morder, mas Dios poderoso la supo defender. Quiso le hacer que no pudiese pecar, ya no original es tu virgen no tuviera. Riu, riu, shiu, la guada rivera. Dios cuadro, Dios cuadro, el lobo de nuestra cordera. Dios cuadro, Dios cuadro, el lobo de nuestra cordera. Esta que es nacido es el gran monarca, Cristo patriarca de carne vestido, ya nos redimido con cerrarse chiquito, aunque infinito, finito se hiciera. Riu, riu, shiu, la guada rivera, Dios cuando el lobo de nuestra cordera. We want to thank you all for listening to the Zilch Holiday Special. We hope that you can carry our message of peace and love and happy holidays with you throughout this holiday season and throughout this coming year. Happy New Year, everyone. Stay safe. Stay happy. Put a smile on someone else's face today. And remember, peace and love. Happy holidays.
See you next year on Zilch. Well, that's it. There's no more. We're done. The Zilch Holiday Special is kaput. This is your pal Ghosty. Happy holidays and peace and love from all of us here at Zilch. I just wanted to give all our viewers and, and listeners who have been so nice to us, I wanted to give them our Christmas message, which is about love and peace. Now, wait, hold it. You can't, Man, come on, it's the middle of February. You can't give them a Christmas message now. Well, why not? Why not? Well, because you just, you don't, well, uh, well. And that's our show. Zilch is an online, non-profit monkeys audio fanzine made by fans for fans. Any samples of music or interviews heard remain property of their owners. We are not related to the monkeys or any of their members past or present. We are not affiliated with Rhino or Ray Burt. If you hear anything you like from the band, go on Amazon or iTunes and buy it. If you enjoyed the show, like us on Facebook and rate us on iTunes. Thank you for listening. Until next time, I'm your announcer, Chelsea Epstein, saying always take some time to monkey around.